Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to a very special update episode of Loose Units, The Shadow Files. Folks, we've been following the case of Sydney couple Jesse Baird and Luke Davies. And unfortunately, as per a police presser that we just watched live, both of us, uh, their bodies, it looks like, have been found. Dad, I haven't watched a police press conference before. This was pretty interesting stuff. How did you find the whole thing? I found it interesting. It's um, the Commissioner of Police... Yeah, um, was the sort of the the go to person that started and finished the conference. Mm-hmm. They had Danny Doherty, the um, very high ranking officer in the New South Wales Homicide Squad. But interestingly, mm-hmm. the officer in charge of the Homicide Squad, a woman who during the conference, when asked a few questions, she sort of looked around somewhat sheepishly and said, "Look, I'm not media trained," which was so interesting. Yeah, I've got... Look, this is not a slide on her at all. Clearly, you know, she's she's at the conference because she's been involved. Um, and mm. at one point she was asked up and she was like, look, I, I'll be perfectly frank, I don't have media training. So, And that that's a hard place for somebody to be because yes. you're speaking about incredibly sensitive stuff and you don't want to misspeak. But if we were to boil it all down, what's basically happened is they have found human remains yes. um, covered in rocks and debris and wrapped in two surfboard bags yes they believe that the victims were transported wednesday night Mm -hmm. they were found um, for those people that are following this case and as it was pointed out during the press conference this particular case has has um become an international case because of uh, partially to do to do with Mardi Gras happening this weekend. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, Taylor Swift is, has just finished four um, concerts in Sydney. Yeah. Two in Melbourne. There's a whole sort of groundswell of feelings, a lot of emotions. Um, it's a tough one. The police have worked tirelessly. You could see in their faces they were relieved. Mm-hmm. And Paul, watching the press conference, I found it... There was some, well, shall I use a sort of a, a term that is not often used, and that's clangers, meaning there were a couple of things that came out that, quite frankly, because I was glued to it, as was you, what, as were as you, was, as, yeah. uh, as were you in terms of um, watching the press conference live. It's, it's only just finished, listeners, yeah. so as yeah. you're listening, you know, this is sort of, we have never in five years done this before, mm-hmm. but it has certainly garnered the the feelings and emotions of um, many, many people, rightly yeah. so. Mm. And one of the things 
that I had not mentioned on our previous podcast, Paul. I mean, we it was very clear that the alleged offender was not giving the police any information. Yes, that's right. And Paul, we didn't discuss this, but I discussed this with a few interesting senior police officers and they gave me the reason or their opinion as to why he wasn't saying anything and this is going to be a little bit tough for people to hear but what his reasoning was people don't generally they before they go to trial if there is a body that they don't assist the police with with the um the finding of the body Uh its location they use that as a bargaining tool and in law that can get them between five and ten years off the custodial sentence. So you if, think he, you think it's like what? So what your contact is saying is it's possible that he was holding out in hopes of getting yes, some sort of leniency. Without a doubt, it's it's that's that's common knowledge. Right. Okay. Any any criminal barrister mm-hmm. um, would, you know, at least let one client know that that's a possibility. And I that's a very interesting, you know, bit of information. But as it turns out, um, the the offender in custody mm-hmm. received legal advice this morning. Eleven o'clock, right? 11 that it was okay yeah. to talk to the police. Okay. The second that news became apparent to the New South Wales Police, they two officers yeah. basically dashed over to Silverwater Prison, mm-hmm. spoke to the the police officer yep. who's in custody, and he gave them specific information as to where the two bodies were so walk me through what we actually found out during the during the conference we found out that on wednesday night mm-hmm. which means the bodies were in situ for two days one of the things i find very troubling about this particular case that i have have not heard any opinions discussed in relation to what i'm about to say but i find it most troubling is that it's now come to light that Numerous shots were heard on the night and a triple O call. And that's Numerous? We thought, yes. I thought there was only one shot. No. that's we, we did think that in the first podcast. It's come to light that numerous shots were heard mm-hmm. on that night and a triple O call was placed on one of the now deceased person's phone and then it went dead. So you can only imagine the horrendous situation. My problem, listeners and Paul, yeah. Yeah. with this entire story so far mm-hmm. is... Why didn't the neighbours call the police? Right. Because I'll tell you now, a gunshot, there's, there's no mistaking no. no, a gunshot. We've already discussed, Paul, the incredibly close proximity that each terrace is. That there's just one wall between each terrace. Yep. Now it's come out that there were shots fired. No, no one called the police. Mm. I find it also problematic, but this is early days and this will come out in the wash in court, is that when that call that came through to Triple O, I've worked at VKG, the number comes up on the screen. The person is endeavouring to... I mean, clearly at one in the morning, it's just, it's an emergency. Mm. It's, it's, I'd love to know. These things are going to come up later as to what, what, what happened. I mean, what protocols are in place for numbers that ring in and then all of a sudden go dead i mean you'd think that they'd follow up on that that's my opinion um the neighbor thing is 
is problematic. The fact that the bodies were in the, the, the terrace for two days. He goes back on Wednesday night, picks them up, takes them to the farm where the police divers were and all the police they, they, they were concentrating the search on yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was then gleaned that he had purchased some weights, which indicates to me water. Yeah. And he'd also purchased a orbital grinder. Mm-hmm. It turns out that he placed the two bodies at mm-hmm. the first location where the police concentrated their search on yesterday, including the divers diving in yeah. the dam on the first property. Mm-hmm. It's now alleged that he actually, the offender, went back to the property, used the circular saw, cut the lock, retrieved the bodies then took them approximately 20 minutes by car to a second location, which is where today the two young men were found, by a fence that is a property sort of fence that delineates between the property and public land. And if you've seen Fargo, that, that wonderful scene where... The guy buries the money on the on the farming on the you know that fence line in the snow. Yeah, well, not wonderful, but you know, no. iconic. But so, memorable in that a, a yes. woman from Korea years later actually died in the snow, yep. looking for something that only existed in a movie. Yeah, which is quite Wait, extraordinary. Really? Yes. Huh? She died. So the bodies in the. Surfboard bags yeah. uh, had been concealed with some vegetation. I believe, based on that information, that the bodies definitely, over a period of time, would have been discovered. It's not possible because it's not that well concealed. Mm. And it's just by a road. Yeah. It's been an incredible journey the first phone call the commissioner of police made was to the parents. The parents are coming in from interstate and the parents are going to be driven down to Goulburn. I, whilst they haven't said this, um, it is my firm belief that the families will be taken to where their sons were found. Okay. I think to the, that's wait, in, to, to, the, to the location? To the actual yeah. location. They are more than entitled. Would they not have removed the bodies? It doesn't matter whether they've removed them. They can at least go to where their, their sons were, were found. Okay. Now, the two bodies, we don't know how they died, do we? No. We can, we can imagine. Yeah. We can talk till the cows come home. Excuse the farming pun. But the bodies will be taken to... The morgue in Sydney. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they are carrying out the post-mortems tonight, if not early tomorrow morning. Yep. And then the cause of death will be determined and we shall get more, more facts. Okay. Well, look, we are recording a new episode of Loose Units tomorrow because of a uh, the radio gig of mine that we mentioned in the past episode. So... Mm. Uh, it's entirely possible that this week's loose ends will actually talk about updates uh, in this case. Yep. If there's been any changes in the interim, rest assured that we will uh, get on top of them for you all. But 
uh, in the meantime, that's all the time we have for this very small update episode of Loose Units, The Shadow Files. This is very distressing news. Everyone's having a very hard time with this, and we really hope you're all doing okay. But in the meantime, stay safe, and we will talk to you very, very soon on the next episode of Loose Units. Bye, folks. Cheerio. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.